Bingo, bango, bongo. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bash Bro Sports Podcast. I am Ty, and alongside me is Jack. Uh, and welcome back to the second podcast. We got a good week for you guys. Um, up ahead this week, we're going to be talking about, you know, what's kind of catching our eye this week. Uh, we're going to get into some football, some NHL. Uh, Jack's betting barn is back up again. And then we're going to do Ty's take. Um, and then, you know. Gonna hope for you guys' feedback. We're, you know, obviously still starting up, uh, but we're we're really excited for some feedback and uh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy. What's up? What's up, everybody? It's uh, Jack back here, and we're starting it off this week with a uh, with a big, big story that's been just taking the nation by storm. The whole hockey world by storm, really. I mean, you know, it hasn't just been the Canadian scene. I think it's been the whole NHL because. Obviously, this guy's coach for Carolina. He's coach for Calgary. You know, he's a big name, and I think we should get that going right away. Yeah, for sure. Like, so the name is Bill Peters, and he said something that nothing should be ever said anywhere, not even just an NHL locker room. He said to um, an African American player, he said, "I'm sick of you playing that n shit. That's just it's just wrong. You just can't say that." No, you know, I feel like this this is a an issue that obviously was said a long time ago, but that being said, it's it's not okay. And and I feel like, you know, as as we grow forward with the NHL, I feel like, you know, if this doesn't be addressed, if this matter doesn't be addressed, I feel like it's going to be happening again and again and again, and I think it needs to be stopped right now. Exactly right. You just you can't create a good culture if you keep these pe- people like this in the game. You just they have yeah, to get out. And I'm I'm very happy with the way he exited. He state he put in a statement for apology. Um, he said it himself. It was ten years ago when he's changed. It doesn't explain anything. Like it doesn't excuse anything. But it, at least he kind of said like I'm sorry. At least he he said to the Calgary organization like I'm sorry that I put you through this and I'm sorry that. I couldn't have been better. And there was tons of allegations that came out, but it's just you just can't say that. Yeah, so I I think the whole um and shit um was a was a big deal. And then, you know, I think uh that player started a whole regime or not a regime, but like a whole situation where, you know, uh what's that guy's name? Mikhail Jordan. Yeah. Came out with 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 uh his allegations saying that Bill Peters had, you know, uh, physically assaulted him on the bench, um, which is a huge deal. You know, it doesn't really, because last week I was talking about how times have changed, um, you know, with the Mike Babcock situation. This is a time, and this is a whole situation where it doesn't really matter if times have changed. That should not be said. That should not, you know, the the, the whole situation should, shouldn't have happened. And... It doesn't matter how how old hockey is or, you know, what's happened in the past. It should be addressed and it should be taken out of the game 100%. Yeah, it's just not a part of the game. So um, he just abused his players too. He was an awful coach. Like, yeah. Speaking of players, um, there's the one taking the league by storm right now. His name is David Pasternak. He has, like... He's one goal off a goal per game right now. Isn't that fucking nuts? Isn't that just fucking crazy? That hasn't been done since like the 90s. That's nuts. B 
being <laughs> being a Leafs fan <laughs> right now is not a good situation. David Pasternak is absolutely fucking everything up right now, and I really hope that Boston comes first in the division because me being a Leafs fan, I don't want to be disappointed when the Leafs lose to Boston first round again. I I can't stand that Bergeron Pasternak Marchand line. Obviously, Bergeron's injured. It doesn't matter. Boston is absolutely killing it right now, especially with you know uh, they have depth in in their in their offense and and I feel like this is just a bad situation for anybody in the East right now. Yeah, they literally just signed David Backus to a six year deal. Like that's your third line center for another six years. That's fucked. And, and he's a good player. Oh yeah, and he's like, fucking he's, he's unreal. A, you know what I mean? Like coming from coming from the Blues, I I feel like being a third line player on a team, coming from a first line of another good team who won the Stanley Cup last year, you are kidding me right now. I I, I can't I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, me neither. But like back to the pasta thing. Like you just did you see that goal that slap shot he scored on Carey Price the other fucking day? I heard the fucking goalpost go ping. Holy shit! And the celly just hands, just fucking hands, like right to the crowd. Holy crap! That was that was definitely. Speaking of good players, dude, 2019's wrapping up quick. It's it's wrapping up really quick, man. And I don't know about you, but like, I was thinking back of back in 2010 when this decade started, all the good hockey that was then. The Olympics was then. You know what? I can't think of anything else that could start off a decade better than the Vancouver Olympics in 2010. That shit, I was obviously, I was, I was nine years old, but that's, that is engraved in my brain. Like, that whole Sidney Crosby, the golden goal, you know, everything is just so, it gives me shivers just to think about it right now, and I, I, I fucking love it. Dude, I got goosebumps. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. Touch me like I got goosebumps. So, like, next thing, just... So, top top five players... So, your line. Actually, not top five. We're going to do... How about your whole line of the decade? From three forwards, two D and a goalie. Line from the decade. What would be yours? Fuck. Well, you know what? Okay, so I did, I did put some notes on this because it is coming to the end of the decade where you're like, holy shit, a lot of stuff's happened. A lot of good players have come through the system. Obviously, a lot of retired, but we're gonna we're gonna do. Me and Jack are both gonna do three forwards, two D, one goalie. So our top line of the decade. Um, so for my top line, I started off with Sid the Kid, Sidney Crosby, uh, two two Rocket Richards, two cups in the decade. It's pretty good odds if you ask me. He's a fucking brilliant player. Um, he is out right now, but he's coming back soon, and he's going to be better than ever. Uh, my second player, I went with Alex Ovechkin. Obviously, you know, n- not a lot of cups. He's got one cup, but he was he was the whole Washington team, and he still, you know, he is Alex Ovechkin, and you know him from scoring titles and all that shit, and, you know, he's just one of the best players around. He's got one cup also. Because of the one guy ahead of him, Crosby. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, no. For the sure. one guy ahead of him, it's because the one guy's got 
two this decade and one's got one and the other two are only because they surpass each other. Yeah, exactly. So my third player, uh, I went with McDavid. Be- I, I, and I know that he doesn't have the titles, this, the cups, obviously. He's been playing on a really shitty Edmonton team. But I feel like this year, especially this year, they've been picking it up. They're in a great place right now. You know, he's won one heart, two heart Rosses. He he could be doing really good things for this team. And he is doing really good things for this team. Um, being in the league for about five years now, he, you know, he's shown brilliance. And, you know, he, he could be the next Sidney Crosby, the next Wayne Gretzky, you know, the, the next big name that everybody talks about. Um, so I'm really excited to see about that. So I put him as my third forward. Uh, my first D-man, Duncan Keith. And I know that he's coming to the end of his career. And, you know, obviously it hasn't been the best year for Chicago. Um, but, you know, I went with Duncan Keith. And I went, you know, with a fourth-time, a, sorry, a fourth-time All-Star, two-time Norris champion, a one-time Conn Smythe, and a three-time Stanley Cup winner. He's got a fucking record behind him. He Two gold medals. Two gold, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He has been the the fucking backbone of this Chicago Blackhawks team. And, you know, with Johnny Taves and Patrick Kane ahead of him, obviously he has had help. But, I mean, you can't, you, you know, you can't look around those numbers um, and those awards that he's been given. Uh, the whole league, you know, expects greatness from him. And he's been providing, you know, and I, and I really feel like he is someone that can... You know, he's obviously a Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, he's a great player. And, you know, really excited to see how he retires and, and what he thinks next of his career. Uh, so for my second D-man, I picked Drew Doughty. Uh, obviously a dickhead when it comes to Vancouver fans. Um, a dickhead for most teams, you know. Um, he is a bit of an asshole. But... He's a great player, you know. He's a two-time Stanley Cup champion, one-time Norris uh, Trophy winner. You know, you can't argue with that. You can't argue with the stats. You know, he's one of the best D-men of his time. And he's been, you know, obviously playing on that two-time uh, Stanley Cup winning team. He's been a great player. Um, and, you know, it's coming to the end now for the LA, for the LA Kings. Um you know, I feel like they've been hitting a bit of a rut. Uh, they don't have a really good team this year, and Drew Dowdy's been pretty pissed. You know, I'll, I'll I'll give him that, and he and he should be. You know, I'm not I'm not going to deny the fact that he's on a shitty team, being a good player. Uh, but you know, he's he's done his share, and he's really improved this league defensively wise, and he's a great player. And my next pick for my goalie, this will get a little bit of hate. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to deny that. And, I'll, gonna and, and Jack's going to hate it, obviously. And I'll accept it. Um, Corey Crawford, two-time All-Star, two-time Stanley Cup champion. Obviously, he's never won a Vesna, But, you know, he's a great player. And the league is going to miss him when he's gone. He's my biggest goalie of the, of the decade. So my list is kind of like yours. It's, like, fairly similar. I got Crosby first, you know, I'm not even going to say anything. You already said it all. Ovechkin second. Same thing. I don't got McDavid on my list. I, I didn't think he made it. I'm not going to lie. I thought straight up Patrick Kane, better 10 years. thing is about McDavid too is he hasn't played all 10 years. He's only played like four or five of those 10 years. 
But like, look at the numbers, dude. He's been putting up numbers. Man. Yeah, but not, the, the thing is, his, his team numbers. hasn't made it to the playoffs yet. He's, I'm not going to call him great right. until he's made the playoffs. I mean, look at Dude, every players. great person has... every Almost every legend has made a fucking playoff run. He made it not even to the Western Conference final yet. Like, let's... Come on. No, I, 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 do, I do get that, but I'm just saying... Everybody's going to, you know, he's the next he's the next big thing. And just, you know, even with his play this year, he's been fucking brilliant. And yeah, like he's been assisting Drysaddle's goals, but he you you know, <laughs> I don't think anybody goes into playing the Oilers and being like, "Oh, we're just playing the Oilers." No, it's "Oh, we're playing McDavid." Yeah, it's not really just the it's not really playing the Oilers, it's really just playing McDavid and Drysaddle. Exactly. Yeah, but like I still think Patrick Kane better resume. He's got three cups, a heart, an Art Ross. Um, I mean, gold medal finals, 2010. He's he's been through it. Him and Taves. I wouldn't put Taves on this list, but Patrick Kane, couple hundred point seasons, definitely got the numbers for it. Um, except for I got Doughty too. I'll, I'll keep it at that. I got Doughty just like Ty. I got Chara. Um, I just think he's got a better record. He's got, he doesn't have a Norris, which everybody always wanted him to get, but he's never got a Norris. Um, and, but he's got one Stanley cup. He's got three finals appearances. Uh, he's just been a rock and I know he's at the end of his career, but even these playoff ones with Boston, like he's making Easter conference final over and over. And I know he's slow and I know he's big but he gets the job done, him and McAvoy together. So, up next, our goalies. So, you had Crawford, which I kind of agreed with, just because I feel like your points were strong. But he, he's never won a Vesna. He's He was a good goalie for Chicago, but like he let up a lot of goals. Chicago just backed it up because they scored a lot of goals. So, I put Carey Price. And most people, after looking at his resume, would agree with me. I would believe... Um, and it's not because of the cups, which is one thing that he's always lacked, but it's also because Montreal has never been an amazing team, um, even in the playoffs. But they, they've gone on some runs. He's got one Vesna, he's got one Hart, and one Ted Lindsay all in the same year. Six-time All-Star, literally carried Montreal years after years to the playoffs. Best numbers to back it up. Don't at me. Carey Price, best. Best Canadian boy too. Sochi Olympics gold medal. That's all I'm gonna say. Obviously, Carey Price is Carey Price, um, but I don't know. I no Stanley Cups. I can't. You know, I'm not gonna be that guy to say you need a Stanley Cup to win, but you do. So yeah, okay, I kind of got you there. <laughs> so. Uh, so now we're gonna move on to our picks that we did last week, and they were rough. They were not, they were not nice. The, the NFL picks, they were not, they were not good. They were not good. <laughs> they they were, were really they were not good. Super duper bad. Yeah, except for like, I mean, this was also an odd week. This was a fucked up week. It was upsets one hundred and one. It was upsets one hundred and one, and I feel like if you guys bet, I'm super sorry. We're gonna do so much better next week. I promise you. The best part about having an upset week, and I've done this, and trust me, the best part about having an upset week is all the good teams are pissed, 
and then the next week exactly. they play really well. Exactly. They, and you make your all your money back and even all more. Of it. All of it. So uh, last week we both went four and three, which is not we're still above five hundred. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it could be better. You know, I'd love to go seven and zero, obviously. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but we also picked different games. So exactly. No, yeah. So the ones that we we both picked Seattle Monday nighter, really good game. Oh my god, a ridiculous game. It was it was it was down to the fucking you know what I mean. It was down to the fucking buzzer, and Seattle pulled it off at home, of course. And it was electric out there. I fucking loved it. Oh yeah, me too. Um, games that we picked different Thursday Thanksgiving. I picked Chicago. You picked Detroit. Yep. Don't want to talk about that one anymore. Kind of disappointed in the rookie quarterback, <laughs> are you? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was okay. <laughs> Trubisky wasn't much better, but it was a tough game for both teams. Well, you know what? The lines were up, and they were fired up. Then they sucked, and Trubisky decided to start playing football, and uh, kind of lost it out there. Yeah, yeah. And then we also had the San Francisco Ravens game, which. I watched, the, I watched the full thing, did you? Of course. That was a fucking great game. And you know what? It came down to a field goal. And that is a game where it's like, you know, you, you want to be there for it the whole time. Obviously, it's a, it's a rainy game. It's a gross game. And they fucking won by a field goal. And I'm so happy that I won that one because I needed that one to stay positive for the week. See, I, I went for the upset that week and... And I mean, San Francisco is playing so well. And for an away game, I'll give them credit. Either team could have won that game. See, I don't know if it's like an upset week because honestly, both teams were fucking playing amazing. And it's 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 a hard game to bet on because the fact that you know it's a big game, and both these teams need to win. And I don't feel like it was an upset. I feel like it was a 50-50 chance, and you know, one of the teams came out with a win. And I'm so happy that Lamar Jackson got the win. I'm so happy for this Baltimore Ravens team. You know, they've undercome adversity, and I'm super excited to see what they come up with. You know, come playoff season. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very exciting. I love Lamar Jackson. What a fucking beast. Um, I'm very sorry to all the fans who bet on the Cowboys because of me last week. I take fault at that. The Bills played really good, and Dallas is just, who knows what's going on, and Jason Garrett should be fucking fired. Um, but Jerry Jones is a fucking idiot, and all he wants, is, all he cares about is the money, and Jason Garrett them is a good face. He's just going to keep that way, and he won't even pay fucking Dak. So who knows what the hell's going on there. I think that they'll fire him. They won't. By playoffs. They I won't. don't know, man. Jerry Jones, literally came, Jerry Jones literally came out last week and said that he's not firing him. He's like, it's we only win a Super Bowl if Jason Garrett is the coach, is what he said. See, that's ridiculous to me. They've had a horrible season with the players that they have. I'm pissed at Jerry Jones. I don't think that, you know, things should be run the same way. I feel like it should be a new coach, a new team. Not a new team. But a new team, uh, you know, way of playing. Um, it's that was a bullshit game, and I'm pissed. But you know what I mean. Whatever, game over. Next week, let's look up to that. 
Yeah, so now we move on to our picks this week. So we got we got some got some good games. We're gonna go through this a little quicker. Yeah. Um just get this by. We're just gonna make our picks and hopefully they hit. Um so we're gonna start with Thursday Nighter, Cowboys at Bears. I mean, dude, it's so hard again. It is hard. It's hard to bet for the Cowboys, but you always think at one point they have to turn it on. Are they at home? No, no, no. The Bears are at home. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm gonna pick the Bears. I like it. I like it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna go to Sunday's game. So we're gonna go 49ers at New Orleans. See, I don't know. Obviously, San Fran after winning after losing that game to Baltimore, I think they come out heated up, fired up. They're gonna beat the Saints, and I know that's a shitty bet, and I don't think anybody should bet on what I say because I'm fucking hammered right now. But I think 49ers win, and game over. Buddy, 49ers all the fucking way. I am betting the upset on that 100%. I was right. Hey, put this put this down as history. Ty is right. Ty agrees with Jack. That is a big fucking play. Especially for a big game. Big game. So we got Chief at the Pats. Pats coming off the flu. So they're yeah. gonna they're gonna eat more a little bit this week. You think they're gonna be ready after a tough loss in Houston at home? I don't know, man. I feel like Kansas City's Kansas City. Um, obviously, the Patriots were super sick that week or whatever. But um, I feel personally that the Patriots are gonna come up with it, and I hate that. I hate saying that, being a Seahawks fan. But I don't know. I feel like Tom Brady's gonna get it done, and it's gonna be game over. Dude, we fucking agree again. I'm picking the Pats too. I'm picking the Pats. I don't know. At home, you just think their streak their streak's not gonna end. Then we got a hard game, afternoon game. Titans um, in Oakland. Titans seven and five. Oakland six and six. Oakland looking for playoff. Titans they always end up like eight and eight. Don't you think they're they're bound to lose a game? See, and the and you know what? I'm betting Oakland this one hundred percent because Oakland got fucked. Last weekend to the Chiefs, I think they're gonna be pissed. They're gonna be coming. They're gonna be coming out ready to play. I, I can't see them losing this game. I, I, they're gonna be so mad. You know, they they got embarrassed last game, right? And and it's hard to lose a second game to that. And now we're on to Jack's betting barn. <laughs> so. Uh... I probably should be canceled after what happened last week. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But I promise to redeem you guys this week. So if you guys made bets on anything I picked last week, you'd be 500 right now. Which, I mean, I mean it's not bad. You didn't lose money. But you didn't win any either. <laughs> um, so Milwaukee versus Charlotte, Saturday. Great game. Milwaukee fucking killed them. 76ers versus the Kings on the 27th. Philly fucking killed them. Now, <laughs> the Cowboys, like I said, actually got killed. So they got fucked. And biggest upset of the week, the Jets against the, the, Bengals. Against the Bengals. That was the game that even I lost money on. And I'm very sorry for that. But... The Jets fucking killed me. And I would have made a lot if they just won that game. 
So the first game I got is Thursday, December the 5th. The Tampa Bay Lightning at home to the Minnesota Wild. So I picked Tampa Bay. I mean, pretty self-explanatory. Up and down season. But Wild struggling all year. I mean, odds aren't going to be as great because Tampa Bay doesn't have that good of a record. But definitely hit Tampa Bay. Also, I got Saturday the 7th. I got a parlay. Parlay means that you put money on both the games, so they both have to win to make money. So I got Philadelphia 76ers NBA um, against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I hitting Philly. And then I got the Mavericks against the Pelicans, also NBA, on Dallas. So Philly and Dallas parlay. And I got one football game for you. Sunday the 8th, I got San Francisco against the Saints. The Saints have a minus 3 point spread, so I'm going to pick plus 3 for San Francisco. We both think San Fran's going to win. Um, so the odds are going to be very good, and San Fran at plus 3 means that they can lose by 3 or less points, but if they win or they lose by less than 3 points, then you still make your money. And the last game... I'm sorry for all you Canadian Toronto fans, uh, and I'm a Toronto Raptors fan too, but against the 76ers, with the 76ers at home, after getting embarrassed in Toronto, I think they're going to come back, and they're they're going to fucking win that game, 100%. I think, I think Joel Embiid's going to come back. It's not even just the, it's just, it's not even the 76ers, I think Joel Embiid's going to want to come back after dropping absolutely nothing against the Raptors last week. Big eggshell. <laughs> Big fucking eggshell. Um, but yeah, so I think the Philadelphia 76ers in Toronto have been playing so good all season, but I think it's it's almost time for a loss. You think you think the streak's going to end and they're finally going to lose one, especially being away and not at home. Um, so that's it for Jack's Betting Barn. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Now we're going to move on to Ty's Take, baby. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Ty's Take. Uh, so, you know, last week I was talking about the suspensions, um, obviously both players returning this week, uh, for the, um, St. Louis Blues and the Toronto Maple Leafs in, uh, Robert Bortuzzo and Alex Kerfoot. This week we got some more, uh, shit going on with coaches in the NHL. Uh, obviously it's disappointing to hear what's been happening with Bill Peters and being a Leafs fan, obviously it's, it's disappointing to hear. What's been happening with Mitch Marner and and Mike Babcock? But some more uh, dirt has been dug up on Mike Babcock. This coming in on Monday uh, on uh, Mike Babcock from Johan Franzen. Uh, for those of you who do not know, uh, Johan Franzen is an ex-Detroit Red Wings player. Uh, obviously, he was on the dream team with uh, Mike Zetterberg and Pavel Datsuk uh, back when Mike Babcock was coaching them. And Johan Franzen basically talked shit about Mike Babcock this week. Uh, he said, Mike Babcock, and I quote, is the worst person I have ever met. So this kind of digs deep into Mike Babcock's coaching career, obviously going back to the team that they had in Detroit. Um, but basically on a episode of Spit and Chicklets podcast, uh, Franzen's former teammate Chris Chelios uh, recently said that Babcock verbally assaulted Franzen during the 2012 playoffs, um, which is a big deal, I find, because 
you know, when you're when you're an NHLer in the playoffs, you you know what your whole task is. You know that you want to win the cup, and the pressure's on. Um, and Mike Babcock absolutely shot down any confidence that uh, Johan Franzen had. Um, basically, Franzen said uh, that he get he got shivers when he thought about it. Uh, the incident occurred against Nashville in the playoffs in 2012, but yeah, it was coarse, nasty, and shocking. Um, but that was one of just one of the hundred things that he did. It was the tip of the iceberg, and that's what Johan Franzen said. You know what? I feel like Mike Babcock has gotten a lot of respect from the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, fan base. Obviously, trading their team around. Uh, making them a, a playoff contending team, um, but this is too much. Um, I feel like, you know, obviously me saying that it was an old time coach thing last weekend. Times have changed, and that's what I said. But when you go back to 2010, 2011, 2012, if players are getting salty about that now, something's gone wrong, and Mike Babcock made the wrong move there. And I feel like, um, you know, the NHL needs to take take full advantage of that and make sure that this shit doesn't happen again. Obviously, that's hard to say because a lot of old-time hockey coaches are still in the league. You know, you think about, uh, you know, Joe Quenville, others like that. Um, they have the same coaching style as Mike Babcock did. I just hope that nothing ever, you know, happens like this again where, you know, ex- not even... Uh, current players um, in Mitch Marner uh, can go through this again, you know. But you you think of a guy like Johan Franson. He was a great player for the for the Red Wings, and he got abused by Mike Babcock. And it's a serious matter. And I think that the NHL needs to see that and make sure that this shit doesn't happen ever again because it's a fucking huge issue that needs to be settled. Uh, as soon as possible. Now we move on to our last segment, which we promised you guys every week we would tell you a fun or funny drinking story that we've had of each other, or even alone, doesn't matter, with our other buddies. Um, But this week, we chose to do our second sleep out. So basically, what a sleep out is, is when you're in grade 12, uh, there's basically it's, it's a camp out where you go up a mountain, at least up a mountain in Vancouver, because we have mountains to choose from. Uh, but we go up there, and we basically just fucking party all night until the sun comes up, and then go to school for the first day of grade 12 the next day. Um, obviously, that's not the best idea if you're you know, a lightweight or if you get hungover really easily. But we did it. Um, and that was the first one, but the second one was probably the most entertaining. Uh, that was basically some of our last days together as grade 12s uh, before we all moved on to the university world where we all split up from each other. But I think uh, we got a pretty good story to uh, balance that out. Yeah, so me and Ty started the night together. And throughout the night, who knows where we went. All I saw throughout the night was a lot of people backflipping. <laughs> a lot of people falling over and throwing up, unfortunately. Um, but also a lot of people having a fucking good time for the last time together. 
it, it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, so me and Ty definitely, we started the night together. We preed at my house. Definitely had a little too much. A little bit. Mom said I was slurring in the car <laughs> on the way there. You know, just packed, packed, packed a, a porch pack, which is Hey Alls in Vancouver, which is a Vancouver brand. So hit them up. No free brand deal, but Hey All hit us up. You know what it is. Um, so porch pack in the bag, which is 12 cans. Ty's got what? At that point, it was Strongbow's. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking uh, Strongbow ciders. Uh, you know, hit me up for a brand deal. But yeah, I was drinking about 16 of those uh, for the night. Um, you know, it was probably what April? No, May. It was May. It was. It was. It, it had to be late May, early June. June. Um, yeah, it was. You know, starting to get to the warm weather, and uh, we were. Looking for a drink, uh, underage, obviously, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, thank God I don't drink those hails anymore. I wake up super fucking hungover because of all that sugar, and now I'm into those buds. Yeah, so all the the sleep out itself was pretty entertaining. A lot of people died, (laughs) pretty much. Not Not actually, but, like, a lot of people died. Um, And then... All we kind of remember, there was not nothing too exciting happened with me. Well, I had a girlfriend at the time, and I still do. Same girlfriend. Natalie, what's up? Um, and I had an okay time there. I mean, I had a lot to drink early, so I was kind of fucked up. Um, but I do remember everything that happened. I remember just having a really good time um, with all the old boys that I haven't seen in so long. Um, I just remember at the end... One of my old friends, uh, Grace, drove us home, and I remember getting to my house, pretty much passing out on either half my bed, half my suitcase at the time, or or half my couch. I was laying somewhere that sh- shouldn't be for sleeping, and waking up halfway through the night, needing water so bad, um, and my back hurting so much, and I think I ended up plopping on the mattress behind my couch. You know, it was just a great end to a fucking great year. Um, we were super drunk. Um, I woke up the next morning, probably the most hungover I've ever been. But yeah, you know what? Drink up. It's fucking grade 12. Have a good year. Remember those that are close to you because as much as you think that you guys are going to be best friends forever, it's not going to happen. It's happened with me a few times this year, or these past few years. You grow apart. Um, you know, you guys get hammered together and then the next day you're separated by, you know, hundreds of kilometers and it's shitty, but, uh, remember those times that you, that you have with each other and, uh, get over it and have fun. That was deep. I definitely, really I, I definitely feel that though. I definitely, I feel the same way, but if you know who you like and you know who's close to you, keep them as long as you can. And I know that for a fact, but. The boys are the boys, and you got to keep the boys close. Exactly. So thanks for listening to the second episode of the Bash Pod, Bash Bros Podcast. <laughs> we're a lot more hammer this time than we were last time, but we're having a lot more fun, and we're we're figuring this shit out little by little. And I'm glad that people started to like this. I'm glad that people are listening. I hope I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope you learn a little bit about sports and a little bit about us.
Keep visiting our Instagram at bash underscore bro underscore sports. Um, you know, we're going to be updating you guys with when our podcasts come out and whatnot. Um, but yeah, thanks for all the support. We're really happy to get this going with you guys. Um, and tune in next week uh, for a new episode.